Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health nutrition coach, and now a brain coach, performance coach, helping people like you guys to use nutrition as a precise tool to look, feel, and do your absolute best. Because right now I'm taking a few entrepreneurs through this five-day challenge that's called Cancel Brain Fog. And the purpose of this challenge is to help people to improve performance of their brain every single day. Every single time they need to perform, I want you guys to know what to do, what to eat, how to optimize your lifestyle to deliver your absolute best work when you need it. So the challenge is all about that, giving people the best lifestyle and nutrition tools and helping them to put them into consistent practice. And usually when I start talking about nutrition and some supplements, people still look at me in a weird way. Like, really, should I eat salmon or other fatty fish or supplement if you don't eat fatty fish? Or should I really eat dark chocolate or walnuts or some other foods? Like, it's still not in people's heads that nutrition affects absolutely every single brain state. I'm not even talking about fitness or weight loss. You know, we kind of know that that works by, by now. But we still don't get the idea, and I think that's my main mission for now, you know, to get that into people's head, that every single state you experience, from happiness to clarity of thought, to focus, to memory, to confidence or lack of, to anxiety, to overwhelm, it all has to do with our nutrition. And nutrition is, is related, um, it affects brain states via many ways from our gut health, because whatever happens in our gut, it is transferred and reflected in some way in our brain, because we have this highway of connections between our gut and our brain that is called vagus nerve. And scientists discovered not so long ago, actually, that there is much more communication coming from our gut to our brain than the other way. And that is not a surprise, actually, if you think about that, because gut is where our outside environment comes inside of our body. And that's where we have the most chances to bring pathogens, bacteria, different kinds of substances inside our body and our brain and our blood that's the biggest chance of that happening. Because again, in our gut, that's where our external environment becomes part of us. And so there is no surprise that what happens in our gut, it's going to be in our brain to some degree. And then also all the nutrients that are absorbed from the foods we eat, they are actually needed to make certain chemicals, certain neurotransmitters, to create those states, different emotional states, different brain states, like flow states, or being in the zone, or uh, being clear or not clear, or being anxious and overwhelmed, stress response, inflammation. A lot of that stuff has to do with the foods we eat, and we need building blocks to create any brain state like happiness and focus or anxiety and overwhelm. 
All the substances that we consume in our foods, they are needed and they affect the way we feel, the way we think, and whether we have focus and brain fog or not. But it's still a surprise for many people, right? And if it was a surprise for you and you still don't understand the importance of that idea, then, I don't know, let me know how I can help you to understand that better, how I can inspire you to look closer at your food, at your plate every day and change things so you could feel and do as as you want, not as it happens when the stars align and you finally wake up on the right side of the bed, right? So design the states, effective states of your brain, design effective emotions so in life you can do so much better. But besides that, guys, let's get to some practical stuff. So what do I actually recommend to those entrepreneurs I'm taking through five-day canceled brain fog challenge to eat and not eat so they have much better chance to stay in focused state without brain fog so they have much better state to stay in that you know, focus, desirable state of attention, of clarity, of memory, of learning, instead of being um, unclear, forgetful, overwhelmed with distractions and certain negative thinking patterns. So what to eat and not to eat. Let's focus first on first on what not to eat, because that's kind of shorter. And you probably heard more often or less often about all these foods that should not be on your plate. But understand today this aspect of that message, that it actually changes the way your brain works. So all kinds of processed foods, guys. And it has to do with the ingredients in those packaged foods. It has to do with certain oils and fats and other substances that we changed in a way that negatively negatively affect our gut and our brain, creating more inflammation, uh, creating more more of a foggy feeling via changing neurotransmitters in our brain, not allowing our brain to create um, neurotransmitters that we need for focus, for alertness in the most effective way, right? So um, it's kind of complicated in the sense that there's, there is so much processed food and I wouldn't be able to list all the ingredients. But understand this, guys. The more ingredients that are non-whole food, the more ingredients that you're not familiar with, the more ingredients that were messed um, with on some level that is more industrial, that kitchen grade, the more of this you have in your diet, the more there is chance that you're going to be struggling with focus, with alertness, with memory, with mental health, health, with anxiety, with overwhelm, with brain fog. As simple as that. And then people ask me, well, can I get some fried chicken from, I don't know, like this Walmart or some other grocery store? And I always tell them, look at the ingredient list. And if there are ingredients that you wouldn't use in the kitchen, uh, please do not buy that. It's simple as that, even though it might look quite wholesome at the shelf, on the shelf. Then another thing that a lot of people don't think about that much, oil those oils that are oils that are yellow in transparent plastic bottles that you can find in supermarkets, those oils, when they're used for creating products, when they're used at high temperatures, there is 
a percentage of trans fats created plus the oils themselves get oxidized even the ones that were that not going to be made into trans fats and trans fats they actually been proven to cause premature death and so partial those oils are partially to some degree become those trans fats and also oxidized oils that were cooked with under higher temperatures they usually really not great idea for our gut and consequently for our brain so the more foods that are fried that are cooked in oils outside takeaways in most restaurants the more that you have the uh, more inflammation you're gonna have in your gut and the more difficult it's going to be for you to stay in productive brain states now a couple of other things things that make your blood sugar spike and then deep will highly will very much affect your brain fog and your focus state. And here, of course, the biggest thing is processed carbohydrates and added sugars. The more carbohydrates and sugars come into your food in the form of white flour, any sorts of flour, really, um, except for nuts and seeds, because that is not carbohydrate-based flour, um, the more floury things you have, be that whole grain flour or not, the more white flour you have, the more sugar added natural or not cane or coconut or in a form of honey and agave it's still sugar without fiber the more that you have in your diet the more your blood sugar going to fluctuate and a little bit less likely you're going to be in focused productive brain states right for different people the amount if you decide to include those sugars, the amount that's not going to affect your brain state that much is going to be different. The more active you are, the more usually carbohydrates and sugars you can tolerate. But as a rule of thumb, avoid them as much as possible and eat your carbohydrates in the form of whole foods that come with fiber, with water, and a lot of other beneficial nutrients. And then the last but not least, foods you are sensitive to and allergic to. And it's kind of difficult to pinpoint because when you're just sensitive to food, it can make your brain foggy. Like for a lot of um, lactose-sensitive people, um, they eat dairy products and it's not like they, you know, feel really, really bad, but their brain state is affected. And how do you know that? How do I know, for example, that dairy yogurt works for me? When I eat dairy yogurt, after that, I usually eat it with some nuts, seeds, and some cacao powder. I feel like I'm the best motherfucker on earth. Like, seriously. I eat it before my public speaking. I eat it before the most important presentations. I eat it as my superfood. <laughs> it makes me feel so good. And my brain is on fire. Like, it literally, everything just flows so much faster and better. And so I know that dairy products in the form of naturally fermented yogurts, it goes really well with me with my brain for some people especially people from southeast asia i think south america might also be kind of on the border not sure i need to do more research on that but for some people dairy products are not that amazing but then if you don't eat dairy products like uh, yogurts for example then you need to figure out where your calcium comes from because it's the most important electrolyte and most foods do not have quite a lot of calcium at all. I, to get, to get my calcium, eat half a liter of yogurt. So um, most foods, even if on paper they have some calcium like spinach, they do not have 
quite enough to make your brain perform at its fullest capacity. And the then you just think about that. Calcium is that important for your brain performance and your muscles that if your body doesn't have enough calcium in the blood, the body will take it from your bones. And what it means is when you're 50 and 60s, um, you'll have much uh, bigger chance to get bone fractures and have other problems, um, health problems related to calcium from soft tissue calcification and kidney stones and stones in a lot of other parts of your body to uh, to maybe problems with your teeth, etc. So calcium is very important. If you do not eat dairy products uh, or a lot of canned fish with bones, then figure out where your calcium comes from. Um, but besides calcium, we are now transitioning to foods that you need to have in your diet to make sure that you get as many brain nutrients as possible, especially nutrients that have been shown to play quite an important role in brain health and brain performance. First, let's, I'm going to give you the guidelines real quick, and then I'm going to give you specific foods that I'm recommending to people on this five-day cancel brain fog challenge. First, the foundational principles. Eat essential proteins and in animal foods, proteins are more dense and they are complete proteins. So they are closer to human protein needs than any other plant foods, right? So proteins, breakfast, lunch, dinner, I recommend have your protein for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to hit all of your targets for optimal brain performance. Fats, very important for the brain. So this is number two, fats, specific fats from omega-3 fatty acids sources, um, especially fatty fish, or if you don't eat fatty fish, supplement with either fish oil or algae oil, seaweed oil. Um, they are structural component of brains, and when the brain doesn't have enough of those, it starts to eat itself literally and starts to shrink. So make sure that you get those and um, well, we're actually going to get to specific foods a bit later. So the third one, complex carbohydrates. For most of you guys out there, unless you are epileptic and have brain seizures or some other um, serious metabolic conditions, you need to eat your uh, complex carbohydrates to maintain stable, balanced blood sugar. That is the foundation of any brain, effective brain states and optimal brain performance. Complex carbohydrates, especially beneficial here, lentils and beans, because they have the most amount of fiber per serving. And what it means is that that carbohydrate energy in those lentils and beans, they're going to last you longer because it's going to take longer for your body to break down that fiber and that fiber will slow down the absorption of that energy source. Complex carbs. Um, now we have um, a lot of fruit and veg, especially berries and especially green vegetables that had to have a lot of essential for our brain vitamins and minerals. Why berries? Um, high in antioxidants and why a lot of fruit and vegetables in general besides the vitamin and mineral aspect of it. Because our brain creates a lot of byproducts of its own rich electrical activity. So there is a lot of electrical stuff going on. We create a lot of oxidants in our brain, a lot of uh, different compounds that can potentially hurt our brain unless the brain can protect itself. And antioxidants seem to play a crucial role 
in that protection, antioxidants that we get in foods. If you decide to go for some antioxidant supplement, um, it seems that they do not work just as well as foods do for one reason or the other. So it is recommended to eat a lot of antioxidant-rich foods like fruit and vegetables, especially berries, especially green vegetables like spinach, kale, Swiss chard, uh, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, uh, these are high in vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and water and fiber. Then we have foods that improve blood circulation to our brain. And one of the best foods is dark chocolate. And to get all the blood circulation enhancing benefits uh, from your dark chocolate, all the plus chocolate is one of the richest sources of antioxidants. So to get all of the benefits, plus it has gut health benefits acting as prebiotic. To get all the benefits and mood-boosting benefits also, guys, don't forget, so dark chocolate has a lot of goodness going for it. We need to eat 85% and higher percentage of cacao. Now, let's transition to specific foods. So dark chocolate is one of those foods. It increases blood circulation to our brain. It has a lot of antioxidants. It has this molecule anandamide that is present in flow state. And it has phytochemicals that help to maintain that molecule for longer in our brain. So this bliss molecule anandamide present in flow states seem to be beneficial for the most uh, effective brain states. So chocolate is also good for that. And again, 85, 100%, yeah, 30 grams a day, probably better around your most productive time when you need the most brain power. Then, as I mentioned, lentils, beans, I recommend uh, about a cup cooked per day. Uh, Vitamins, minerals, lots of fiber, very, very long-lasting fuel for your brain. Don't forget to cook them properly, soaking soaking them and using appropriate cooking time. It's very important if you want to digest your lentils and beans properly and not have uh, problems with digestion. Uh, Yogurt. Probiotics that are that seem to be very beneficial for brain performance, boosting things like dopamine and other important neurotransmitters that affect our brain performance in a positive way. Yogurt, not just for probiotics, also for calcium. As I already mentioned, calcium is one of the most important brain performance minerals. And so if you do not eat dairy yogurt specifically, you need to figure out where your calcium comes from, guys. Like you really have to figure out. And spinach will not do that. No will broccoli. You do not eat as much broccoli and spinach and you do not have such a robust stomach to get all of that calcium, even if you do decide to eat kilogram of spinach per day. Um, so make sure you get that calcium because it will backfire, guys. The next one, I already mentioned that you need to eat a lot of vegetables, but specifically, I want you to focus on some leafy vegetables like spinach, Swiss chard, bok choy, uh, and kale. They are rich in nutrients, and spinach specifically, I want you to pay attention to that um, green leaf because it is rich in quite a lot of um, important for the brain and the whole body minerals like calcium, iron, magnesium. Spinach is probably one of the richest green leafy veg in all of the minerals. If you combine it with kale that is high in some vitamins, higher than any other green vegetable, that's like superfood mix that 
you that is hard to replicate with other vegetables. But then, of course, things like uh, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, um, asparagus, super rich in nutrients and minerals too. So I recommend at least 250 grams of vegetables, of those vegetables per day. Not at least, but that's probably a good amount. Then we have fatty fish like salmon, but also herring, sardines. Um, what else do we have in fatty fish? Mackerel, those are super rich in omega-3s, but also other nutrients. Every fish would have slightly different profile. Get them. I get them every day because the more it seems you get from food, the better your brain does when it comes to performance, memory, unlocking your personal genius, your focus, your motivation, everything. The brain just gets more and more genius as the more fish you eat. If you do not eat fish, um, then at least get fish oil. Again, it's not the same as eating fish, though. And if you're a vegan and vegetarian and you do not eat fish or don't want to eat fish, then look at least at seaweed supplements that provide identical uh, fats that are found in fatty fish. And then we have eggs. Eggs, such an underappreciated for focused state food. It's the only richer source of choline, the one that is made in acetylcholine in our brain, the one that is crucial for attention and memory and focus and on learning and again staying focused on your most important work. I usually recommend two, three eggs. Um, and I, people who are truly committed to their focus and intention, I recommend to supplement because like myself, for example, I do not want to eat eggs necessarily every single day for, uh, to get that choline. So I supplement plus in supplements like alpha GPC, you get, you can get more of that and stay even more focused and alert. And the good thing about that supplement that I'm talking about, Alpha GPC, it seems that you're not you're not gonna get dependent on it. It actually gonna make your brain work better without that supplement. And usually the uh, more consistent you are with it, the less you actually need to get the same attention and focus effect. So guys, a lot of information here today to feed your focused, alert and genius brain. You know, your brain can do so much more if you provide the right kind of nutrition and remove the wrong kind of nutrition. Why removing that nutrition, you know, those wrong foods is so important, guys? Because it will make your blood sugar fluctuate and that will not allow your brain to stay focused and alert no matter how many walnuts or fatty fish you eat. Those foods can increase inflammation again. Doesn't matter how many blueberries you're going to eat. Uh, your gut and your brain is still going to be more inflamed than is optimal for uh, great brain performance and focus. What else? Those foods can interrupt with production of a lot of neurotransmitters needed for focus and alertness. And that's why when you just focus on adding good stuff in, but not removing those other products and foods, it's kind of like wasting your time and energy, really. So you need to work on both fronts um, right away. And that's what I'm telling those entrepreneurs who I'm working with right now to do. To, I, I help them to understand that it is important to do both. You can do just one thing and expect everything else 
to work because it's kind of a system. You know, everything in our body is connected and everything that we put inside of our bodies, it has an effect. And very often when you put bad and good things, the effect is kind of neutral or worse um, than neutral. Not the other way around. Again, no matter how many blueberries and walnuts and fatty fish you eat, if on top of that you, I don't know, drink a lot of alcohol, eat a lot of junk food and food with a lot of added sugars, yeah, not going to work that well, guys. Not going to lie to you. Uh My suggestion to you today, re-listen to this episode, make a shopping list of things to buy and not to buy for your most optimized, focused, and alert, and genius brain to unlock your best performance. If you are interested in participating in that five-day cancel brain fog challenge, it's free. The only thing I'll need from you is your commitment to change things and your feedback that I'm going to share on different social media channels. So those two things I'll need from you. Other than that, you're going to learn the best science-based tools to optimize your brain. How cool is that? You, You don't have to go through all these years of training and studying and learning that I do every day to get all of that. Uh, into your brain and into your practice. So reach out, Angela, create yourself that today or on any social media if you want to participate. If you know someone who'd like to participate but, but haven't listened to my podcast yet, please do share with them this information. Please share this podcast episode with any other people, maybe in your team, in your company, among your friends who need, absolutely need to improve their brain focus performance and need to cancel brain fog. Share this episode with them. And guys, have an awesome weekend. Let your brain recharge, excite your brain, and keep it curious. And till next time, as usual, eat better daily.